Mindset Podcast. We're your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. What's happening, man? Not much. Uh, <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say not much, but uh, I am in jolly old England right now. Yeah, man. It's cool. And Covert ops. Co- yes, yes, exactly. Um, and and I I come into the country with my American flags ablazing, and <laughs> I would um, too. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be the ugly American wherever we go. I, I, I was joking with somebody yesterday. Um, I was like, yeah, I try. I, I, I can be the ugly American every once in a while, but I also know after living in other countries that, you know, you don't want to do that too often because it, it, it can not work in your favor. But um, Well, right um, after the fourth, too. Oh, yeah, right after You're the like- fourth. Yeah. But but you know I mean you know I, I I don't care for politics at all. Um, but I thought it was um, pretty interesting that uh, I entered uh, the United Kingdom, and as soon as I did, almost literally as soon as I did, um, their prime minister uh, quit. Step down. So, yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not saying that those two things aren't well, mutually exclusive, but and hey. I'm not looking for a new job. <laughs> but, uh, you don't have the hair for it. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's got some majestic locks uh, yes he does yes he does so uh, well man anyway, we, yeah. we've got uh I, yeah i'm glad you're here cool i like i like the remote thing even though i like it in person better but i still like to see the person i'm talking to so that's cool yeah, yeah. um so we've got a couple of things today we've got uh i don't want to call this a debrief but maybe that's how it goes um i'll try not to unplug my microphone while we're doing this too. <laughs> okay <laughs> Seven signs that a person has a growth mindset. Um, I love growth mindset uh, yep. thinking. I don't know if that works for you. Can you see? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it's something that we I talk about it all the time, and I, I try to cultivate it myself, and I usually fail miserably. But uh, you know, I tell you what what really opened my mind to what a growth mindset actually was was an old business partner of mine. Um, we were we were standing out in front of our our business as a gym. We were standing out in front and we we're looking and he said, man, I wish I wish a gym would move on the street, you know. And I was like, what? That seems like, a, you know, I don't want to I don't want somebody doing the same thing I'm doing right next door. He's like, nah, see, if they drive down the street, they'll be choosing between a gym. Mm. Right now they drive down the street and they choose gym or no gym. I'm like, huh, that's a, yeah, and I don't, I don't know about the actual mechanics of business, whether it, <laughs> whether it really works out that way or not, but the way of thinking I think does, um, you, well, I don't know. I mean, what is, think, think about a food court. I mean, before we get into everything Yeah, else, exactly. I, it, it actually, um, I remember when I was in, you know, when I owned a couple of restaurants that, uh, I had a when I was deciding whether to renew my lease or not, um, I was talking with, with the developer of where we were and, and he was saying, Hey, listen, you know, we're, we're going to, um, we are putting up more buildings so that there will be more restaurants there. And he goes kind of like a food court. I was like, dude, <laughs> like this restaurant struggles as it is. And yeah. he goes, 
And same type of thinking yeah. that I was not having at the time. He's like, listen, the truth is just like that. If, if, if there are more choices, then you may look at it as more competition, but it becomes a destination spot. And maybe that's, that's right. what he was saying. It's a that's destination right. for, you know, for people to make a decision, but mm-hmm. they're coming there. And so then it's up to you to make your restaurant or your gym the best it, it can be so that you right. have people choosing you instead. And so, yeah, you're right. That is, that's your growth. That's the start of a growth. Mindset. I know. And you think about yeah. the, the sales aspect aspect of it. Think about how hard it is to walk out of that food court without buying some food. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you're in the mall and you go in the one you're like, mm, I'm getting something. And you notice malls, <laughs> mall food courts are usually like a, um, you can come in from multiple areas, but it's only on one side. And then oh, wow. the only thing to do is go out. Um, right. So it's not like you come into the center and then you go out to five different ways. It's, you know, all points lead to this. And then it's what, like, yep. a, it's like a cul-de-sac. Um, I mean, it, it, you know, like the, the second when you anyway, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. But there are but kind of <laughs> it is it is it's it's I did not have a growth mindset at that yeah. point when it came to, you know, yeah. that particular situation, I just looked at it as like, oh, you know, right. Make it harder for me again. Um, but yep. growth mindset says, hmm, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you're making it better for me and I need to figure out how I can make it better in what right. you're doing. So, right. It also takes a little courage. Yeah. I mean, so this yeah. was a, this was a cool post on Instagram from, uh, was this, uh, Success theory. <coughs> um, it's it's uh, yeah, my success theory. Uh, anyway, they've got some good stuff. Yeah. Um, let's get into it. <clears throat> they have active minds. They are inquisitive about life and like learning new things. They'll likely ask you a thousand questions. And if you don't know the answer, they'll conduct some research until they do. <laughs> People with active minds are entertaining to be around and their constant inquiries and musings might tire you out. Yeah. How, what what's um, your even if you encountered a person like that, um, not in an annoying sense, like a like a three year old. How well, much does a how much does a blue way skeleton weigh? I mean, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Well, you know, Gene. Um, first of all, I, I I had to when you sent this, I, I had to look through it to make sure that like, do I still have a growth mindset? Um, and I think there's one that you know I probably struggle with more than any of these, but um, uh, later on, yeah. but. Uh, my, my kids went through, not saying that my kids are special, but, um, my kids went through a gifted and talented program, um, in elementary school. And I do remember that something that, um, that they did through that was they sent Mm -hmm. out something to the parents that talked about growth mindset and they continued every year to continue to send out something about growth mindset. Um, right, right, right. And so, and, and they went through like here, you know, again, some of these kind of tenants of, of growth mindset and, you know, active minds is one of them. And as somebody with ADD, mm. <laughs> with somebody like I have it and, and what it, what it means for me is that, and, and, and it's calmed down a lot over the past couple of years, but like where a normal person, I don't remember what it is, but if a normal person has like 5,000 thoughts a day. Like I have 10,000, it's mm-hmm. double, it, whatever it is. And people with ADD have double the amount of thoughts of somebody without ADD, which is 
it can be crippling if you don't understand it, but it's, you know, it means that your mind is active all yeah. the time and it's right. continually asking questions like a three to four year old will. Um, and, and so, yeah, you know, yeah, I, encourt- I encountered that with each one of my kids, mm. um, you know, with like any four year old. Oh, oh, this is something that um on the trip over here, I was watching uh, the documentary on Mr. Rogers. Oh, it's phenomenal, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's very like, good. Yeah. Um, and and just, you know, him talking to the kids and the questions that they would ask and, you know, first of all, how yeah. we feel. But but then, you know, really looking at this, the active minds and, and the questions that he would say that kids would ask, you know, like, yeah, it, it's it's looking at things as as a, you know, what what is it a um uh in with beginner's mind i guess yeah and, oh yeah and then continually yeah right. it, it's it's it, it can be freaking tiring um the people that ask you those questions whether they're your kids or whether it's your boss or right. you know or whether it's you um but but yeah you know like they're they're asking questions for a reason usually I think, yeah, this one, there's two ways to look at it. One is you. Do you have an active mind like you're right. you're sort of looking at? And I, I think you should. Um, I think you should uh, want to investigate things and things about yourself and things about your business and ask those questions. But yeah, it also on the flip side, like you're talking about with your kids and Mr. Rogers, um, mm-hmm. how you receive those questions. Yeah, And I think, I think um, you know, how does this... Uh, how do I put it? How does this um, become your reality, right? Maybe uh, you kind of have to look at your ego. Like if people are asking you questions and you're being annoyed that they're asking you questions, mm-hmm. like if you feel that, you should probably ask yourself why you're annoyed yeah. and then what are you annoyed about? Um, and is it, it's probably, and I know, I, and I'm thinking from experience when I've had like an intern or, you know, even my, my kids that are older now, they're asking me, questions about like working out and business and stuff. And yeah. when I start to feel that like, man, this is annoying. I ask, why is it annoying is because I don't know the answer or two, because they're sort of poking holes in something that I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and where's that, you know, where's that coming from? Um, so yeah. I think on, on both sides of that coin, it's valuable. This active minds concept. Yeah. The, the poking it. holes thing will come up in one of the other tenants. Yeah. That, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Number two, they learn from criticism. Here we go. <laughs> right. Nobody likes to be criticized. Period. <laughs> they have comma. But because you're a learner, you don't take it personally when your boss or teacher points out flaws in your work. Yeah. The majority of the time, criticism is offered for a valid reason. Someone is not attempting to harm you. A growth mindset implies that you are open to receiving criticism and seeing it as a positive factor in your life. Yeah. Hmm. It, it is, mm. you know, check your fucking ego. And I know because because that's where that's the difference between criticism and and learning, I think, is the ego. I think and, so. And and so, yeah, you know, your boss, your teacher, you know, points out flaws in your work like, you know, I was a pompous asshole when I was younger. I'm not saying that I'm not now sometimes, but, um, but you know, like, you totally I were. Yeah, I was. I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know. 
Yeah. No, but I, I mean, even before you met me, um, but, but I thought that I, I, okay, let, let's, let's even put it as a teenager, you know, whether it was you or whether it's your, your kids or any other kids that you see, like you, teenagers think that they have it all figured out. Right. Right. And so, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I remember, you know, like, I think I've got all this figured out and I know what I'm doing. And then, you know, whether it was my parents or whether it was another friend, you know, like when they would question, you know, whatever it was and be like, Oh, you know, they're fucking stupid. You yeah. Know, they just don't get it. You know? Well, first of all, one, maybe they're right. Or even if they're not right, like it's something that you should look at right. as, you know like hey is this is this something that i need to actually consider um you know but but two like it, it yeah the growth mindset says that that you know it, it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong it's a right. it's something that that you should look at and and not dispose of um just because of you know, who they are or what they've asked you, um, you know, yeah. that, you know, if you check your ego, then you can go, okay, you know, oh, maybe I should look into this more and then I can learn from it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. That's just my thought on that. And, and I know, agree. Go ahead. Oh, I agree with you a hundred percent. I would add that. Um, and I'm not, I'm not just uh, out here saying we should judge everyone, but you should, you know that saying like, you know, you, you want to cultivate your friends or you are, you become who you surround yourself with. Yep. Um, I think you have to also audit who you're listening to, you know, mm. and, and I'm not saying that you should, you know, let's categorize people into three sets, you know, people I will listen to, people I will kind of listen to and people I don't give a shit about. I'm not saying mm. that because um, you shouldn't overreact to criticism from anyone. But I will say that sometimes people do criticize you because they are trying to cause harm or they're trying to manipulate you or whatever. And you have to be aware of that. So that's taking this as a blanket statement, I think meh, but you also on, on top of this to take criticism, there are people that you have to be around, right? Like your boss, <laughs> mm. you know, uh, family, right? Um, those aren't Especially necessarily yeah, they're not, but they're not necessarily on the same level, right? I mean, you could easily say like, well, I could choose not to be around my boss because I could get another job. Yeah, but like not right now, you know, not this moment. Um, yeah. But And there are just people that are friends and people that you genuinely care about what they think. Yeah, um, You do need to sort of, I think, take it all with a grain of salt in terms of uh, ingesting that criticism, but... Uh, not not reacting negatively to it because I do agree with like generally speaking I don't think people are out to you know cause you harm and one of the things we used to you you work with me we used to run a website called Unmatched Style yep and I was literally just telling a story about this yesterday and it and I got pissed off and you know was talking about the story and we did this thing uh, it, whatever the details don't matter for the purpose right. of this cha oh, channel I, but telling this story last week as well <laughs> oh Go ahead. We'll see if it's the same story, yeah. but we were, we were running this contest thing mm -hmm. and um, just the amount of criticism that came in from it mm -hmm. because we, I mean, we were, we were kind of pushing the industry a little bit with uh, expectations and, and things. Um, 
And, and I think anytime you do that, anytime you are truly doing something new and different, people are going to criticize you. Yeah. But the amount of criticism that came from just absolute strangers versus the people we actually knew and cared about, mm -hmm. um, it was just amazing to sit back and watch that. Yeah. And we, we, I definitely had to, you know, sort of prioritize who to listen to and, um, you know, when to turn it on and turn it off. But one thing I, I did that I was just thinking about based on what I was saying earlier is that there's a difference between someone who's criticizing to just criticize for their own validation or whatever. And then someone who's criticizing, and I'm using that in quotes, because they care about the thing and they want it to be better. Yeah. And that's the hard part. Yeah. Well, um, I think, too, some of those people were criticizing as well because – sometimes the expectations are mm -hmm. that they have are not met or right. Sure. Or, or even like, you know, or the, the rules didn't work in their favor. Um, that <laughs> well, that's probably more the case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I do remember some of those criticisms and, and, um, and, and yes, we were talking about the exact same thing. And I, I was cool. Uh, I was talking about like, you know, the beauty of, of what was created and, and that, you know, and that because of the criticisms, you know, mm -hmm. I know you never did it again. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, we, a couple of years it just of it. But, became yeah. too much to bear. It was just too yeah. annoying. Yeah. Um, and, but have you have you watched um, have you watched the Terminal List? I think I told you to watch it. I don't remember. You probably did. I read it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I read Terminal List, and now I'm actually watching okay, it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you've been following the um the uh it was their commentary about criticism about it um no because i don't care but well go ahead. I, I know but i think there's a thing where people hate chris pratt but i don't wait i want to get into that i don't really care but the the critic score it's like you know you can look on like rotten tomatoes critic score there's like 30 and it's like you know 30 percent right and then the yeah. audience score is like 97 percent, and it's like over a thousand people yeah yeah it, and I think that's just, and it's like number one on Amazon right now. It's like the, yeah. the I don't know, I'll probably get it wrong, but it's like the biggest number one they've ever had or whatever. And by cool. the way, the second biggest number one was Chris Pratt last July. Yeah. But whatever. Um, but if you listen to the critics, th this shows a piece of trash, right? Mm -hmm. It's just not good. Everything about it's terrible. But yeah. general people love it. Yeah. Um. Or people who aren't critics love it. And I, I think that's maybe that's what I'm getting at with taking criticism. Um, you know, and those people, you can read their, you know, their public statements and stuff. I'm sure in private, they're like, screw those people. But they're, they're pretty much like, okay, cool. You know, we'll, we'll work to make it better. But, you know, we hope you enjoyed it at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, you've got to navigate just the, the, the shit from the positive stuff. Um, I don't know where I'm well, going with that, other than other no, than no, taking no. criticism is hard. I'm taking, <laughs> but but you were you were you were putting people into categories of not who do you trust more, but but who you would listen to, and I, I think you have to. And and in that particular one, and I, I mean, think about it too. Like you know, Star Wars was hated oh, by geez. critics, yeah, but it was loved by fans, um, right? And you know, it's the same right. type of thing. Like like, then that happens with every. And then it was hated by fans and loved by the public. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, and I, I, my only criticism so far, I think I'm in like the second one, is that 
I read, you know, I read, well, I listened to, I listened yeah, it's to it's a little different. It's a different from and the it book. It is different from the book. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so, so at first I'm like, well, that's not what they did. Right. Uh, and she doesn't look like that in the book. Yep. And, it, you know, and, and, but it's, I think once I got past that, I was like, okay, let me just enjoy it. Right. Um, and, <laughs> I had to and, do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, but, but back to the, they learn from criticism and determining, you know, who you take criticism strongly from you know yeah you should you should take if if there are good meaning people in your life family friends all the you know colleagues you know that that you know that they're not trying yeah. to manipulate you um then or at least i mean everybody manipulates everybody right yeah. but but um if you know that they're not trying to manipulate you for a bad sense um then listen to them um, and take the criticism and take it to heart and go, okay, you know, does that fit the narrative of what I'm trying to do? And then how can I, uh, <laughs> um, wait, what? Well, I wanted to bring this up too. Let's, I don't want to stop your thought process. Okay. Okay. So how, how do you, you know, Take the criticisms from the people that you should be taking the criticisms from. Take right. them to home and then take and, and 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 if you need to correct your narrative, then correct your narrative. Yeah, um, because because you know that that trying to be objective about things is is where you're checking your ego. Back to what we said at the very beginning. A hundred percent. Yeah. And and this is this is exactly where you were going with it. It's and it's interesting that it's this is Chris, Chris Pratt as well, mm -hmm. um, but. And this isn't a Chris Pratt love fest because honestly, I could, I mean, I could really give a shit. I mean, I like him, but whatever. Um, he uh, he was at the UFC fight last weekend uh, over the fourth or whatever, and this guy Israel Adesanya, whatever mm -hmm. he he's the he's the current like lightweight champ or whatever, but he's defended his title the past couple of fights. I mean, as a I'm not a professional fighter, but as a martial artist, they've he was boring as shit um whatever but anyway chris pratt apparently said something like to, in an interview or whatever like how it wasn't a very exciting fight or something and um so izzy is what they what this guy's called Stylebender. Yeah. he uh he tweeted at him he's like you know good morning i'm the man you're just some fan <laughs> right to chris pratt and chris pratt responded this is twitter which you know i don't ever look there i only see this because it was in a news article he says you're right i'm sorry brother it bugs me when people criticize my work having never themselves risked anything it makes mm -hmm. me a hypocrite to do exactly that to you my bad keep on keeping on champ yeah i mean that's what we're talking about we are i think there's another thing in in this too that that kind of comes back to the um it's, it's the very last one we'll get we we'll obviously get there um that kind of feeds into the criticism, but also, you know, like I, I talk about taking the criticism from somebody well-meaning, but, but also like, even though, you know, I love my family and friends and colleagues, like yeah. some of them, you know, taking, Ooh, I was about to say somebody's name and I won't do it. Um, but, <laughs> but, but sometimes like, is it one, not even criticism or maybe they're, they're trying to well, give advice and they just don't, not only did they not yeah. understand you, but they don't understand the things yeah. that you're trying to achieve because you're right. trying to achieve something bigger than what they have tried to achieve. It's on the and, same level of accepting praise from your grandma, right? Grandma's going to love whatever you do. 
Yeah. She's not going to know what the hell you're talking about, but she's going to love yeah. it. You know, yeah. it's like you yeah. can't let that go to your head and be like, oh, I'm yeah. awesome. My grandma likes my work. Like, of course she does. It's your grandma. It's the same yeah. as the other way. Yeah. Everybody's got that one pain in the ass uncle that you see him. He's like, hmm, gain some weight, huh? Yeah. Like, really? I haven't seen you in eight years. And this is the first thing you say. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like well, you look yeah. you look more drunk. So there we go. We're, e- <laughs> we're even. Everybody's got that, that uncle, you know, you can't you yeah. can't listen to that guy. He just ain't right in the head. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Self-discipline All right, slide. What's up? Um, self-discipline yeah. is essential for the growth mindset endowed. Um, they understand the importance of t- timing and how to exercise restraint when necessary. We'll only get into that one too. They're so mm-hmm. committed to the outcome that they're willing to put in the effort required to get there, which includes self-control. Ouchie. Mm-hmm. These people do not need to prove themselves to others. They're completely focused on their goals. Yep. That's a great way to look at self-discipline. Um, I'm, I'm in such a, I'm in the world of like exercise and martial arts so much that, you know, f- the, when I hear self-discipline, I immediately think like, you know, don't eat all the crappy foods and right. come to train every day. Um, the importance of timing and how to exercise restraint when necessary, man, that is damn that. That's uh, that's probably painful for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a friend. I've got a friend that they they are always saying like, "Well, if you don't want to hear the truth, don't talk to me," you know. And it's what? like, <laughs> just like telling me the way things are, and you pointing out every thing that I've ever done wrong. They're not the same thing. Like you're just one, you're kind of being a jerk for your own pleasure. And the other, it's like, maybe I do need to hear some things, but timing. And who was the comedian? Who's the late night show? He's from, he's the Scottish accent. Oh, uh, Craig Kilborn. Yeah. Craig Kilborn. He has a stand up, and he has this, this whole thing. It goes on for like five minutes. He says, I run everything through a filter. It's like, should this be said? Mm -hmm. Should this be said by me? And should this be said right now by me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or mm-hmm. I'm sure I slaughtered it, but but some some version of that, I man, yeah, you know, if 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 there was a filter pre-tweet making oh, filter right. on Twitter, that would be awesome. Yeah, that that would be more useful than <laughs> I mean well, you know, you know, actually there 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 like a three hour waiting is. period before you can actually submit something. I don't know when for, for soccer, for my son football, since I'm in England right now, um, Mm -hmm. there is actually a, like if something happens in a game and you question the coach's decision, our club has a 24 hour, like they ask you to have a 24 hour, it's a 24 hour rule. Oh, Uh, wow. You know, if you have a question, like, you know, like if, if your kid is, you know, didn't play the entire game, um, which or, you know, got put in for one minute in the first half and didn't play the second half or something, you know, like, you know, you pay a lot of fucking money for soccer <laughs> in the States. But yeah, but, I feel you. Yeah. But and so, you know, and, and also, I mean, I've had friends that have they've traveled from South Carolina to Florida for mm-hmm. you know, this national tournament. And then there's their son. You know, that happened to them, basically. Yeah, doesn't um, play. And probably probably make you upset. Yeah. I mean, like, first of all, like we spend all this money. Second of all, like, you know, what is going, what went through the coach's mind, but the club has a rule 
to where it's you know 24 hours before before you can criticize Mm. and you know not everybody follows that i'm sure Um, sure but but you know exercising restraint in the moment is Mm -hmm. the hardest and the best thing that you can do in some circumstances and whether that is like you know, not saying a word to a coach for 24 hours, you know, questioning, you know, because you're going to protect your son or daughter as right. much as possible. And no matter, you know, you know how much you respect that coach or not. Um, but, you know, that also may be in an argument with your spouse. That may be in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, you're never going to win those anyway. No, you're, you know, well, not on, not on our side, but, um, but, um, but, you know, that may be in taking criticism from your, from your boss. Like yeah. I, when I get, when I get criticism from my boss, um, I have, and, and listen, we work remotely, so it's not like I can just, you know, say, Hey, you know, what, blah, 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 you know, right to his face. Um, I, I have, I, I started to just not answer right mm-hmm. away. Right. And, and, and listen, maybe maybe right. that is like a minute, an hour or a day later, depending on what the circumstances are. Um, and a couple of different things happen from that restraint in the moment, which is I'm really I like this happened last week. Actually, um, I was I was off and I don't think that people th- understood that I was off and I was off with, you know, my wife and mm-hmm. best friend. Oh, right army and, and and his wife and we we're in charleston we we're going through a pub tour and everything and started, <laughs> like, all these slot messages and text messages i'm like oh, what the fuck You're like, leave me alone yeah nobody contacted me you know 48 right. messages in a row i'm like what is going on um i take one day off uh but i know i know it, it's it's the you know and, and this isn't throwing my boss or any colleagues under under the bus it, it's just more of a there was a miscommunication somewhere mm-hmm. and it, which those happen, you know, all the fucking time. But if I would have replied back after one, not eating two drinking the first pint, <laughs> right. You know, a 5.3 or whatever it was. I don't know what it was, but I had already drank it. And I was like, well, what? delete, delete, delete. Um, you, you know, like I, I deleted everything in order to, and just let it go. And then, you know, then, then finally there was, you know, some people responded back with, Oh, I didn't realize you were off. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, but if I would have angry texted, um, yeah. you know, then it would have made the situation worse, no matter if I was in the right, right or not. And so, so, you know, you can be in the right, but you can still do the wrong thing by not exercising restraint um, you know, again, in an argument or in, you know, mm-hmm. in a, a tight situation, like, but, you know, physically as well, like, do you exercise restraint when you get, you know, heated, you know, with, you know, somebody that you don't even know, like those can escalate and those have been escalating even more lately as we've seen in the news. Um, mm-hmm. oh, no shit. The, the exercise of, you know, choosing to have that restraint and that self-discipline at the moment, and that's the importance of timing, right? Is if you can do that, then you know, taking that time to think about things is going to pay off 
Yeah. And, and, and even if, you know, like you, I'm not saying that you, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't, you know, you should always take, you know, five seconds to respond to something, but you know, well, maybe. Um, <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. How many times do you catch yourself while the other person's talking and I, you know, I'm guilty, but you're, you're thinking about what you're going to respond to. Yeah. Versus listening to all of the words. I was you trying to I mean? right now. <laughs> I see what you're doing. But like, I mean, you, you listen to them and then process it instead yeah. of like half listening and half processing. Yeah. It, I mean, it's that takes self-discipline though. It does. And and that's becoming a better listener as well. Yeah. And and but and that's the second part which is that you're so committed to the outcome. You're so yeah. committed to, to the growth and the goal or whatever you're trying to do or do for yourself or whatever. You put in the effort in yourself, right? It's yeah. real easy to be like, sure, I'll stay up all night and build this website. That's not really, I mean, that that's, it's all like external work, right? Yeah. Um, but no, it, building, being willing to like change yourself to actually impose some self-discipline and like listen Mm -hmm. You know, like that's, that's hard to do. Yeah. No, I, I, I it is hard to do. Especially and, when it's somebody talking to you about the thing that you're an expert in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cause you're like, Hey, who's the expert here? Right. You know, it doesn't mean they don't have any good. And if they don't have good ideas, cool, man. I appreciate it. I'll write it down in my notebook and yeah, you know, well, promptly, promptly not do it, but whatever. I, well, I, I, I had a meeting right before this and i just gotten done saying that you know like i have a team member that's a, a contractor that we're phasing him out a little bit and and he knows and and um and everybody on the team knows as well but i said i need you to stick around um for like this meeting coming up because we're going to be we're going to be talking about a conference and, mm -hmm. and he knows a lot about conferences um and i really okay. value his input and then like as we're talking through then the conference that we're having this coming week in, in London, um, that, you know, um, we were talking about, uh, our live tweeting and, and the scheduling of, you know, how we're sending out social messages right. and everything. And I was like, yeah, we need to do this and this and this. And he's like, Hey, maybe you should do this. I was like, well, in, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, but this is what I have in my brain and this is what I want to do. Yeah. And then I was like, I just got done saying that he was an expert in, in this and that I value his opinion, maybe I should. And I was like, yeah. you know what, you know what, Danny, I let's do what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Let, that's a better idea. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, let, let's work on that instead. Cause you're right. You know, like he knows what he's doing. That's strong, so, man. That's strong. Uh, well, and, 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 but you know, I haven't always been like that. You haven't always been like that. Oh, it's, I've it's, always been perfect. Aaron. I know. Oh. I know. You've told me. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's the last part there, right? You don't need yeah. to prove yourself to Danny. Yeah. Like, what's it? It doesn't matter. You're you, you, like, utilize him for his knowledge and experience. Yeah. And then everybody looks good because exactly. the goal has been met of whatever the hell the little thing you were trying to get done is done, right? Yeah. That yeah. it's hard to hard to stay on target like that, you know. Yeah. And I think I think for and I'm going to sound like you know young people. That's not necessarily what I mean, but like. You know, I'm at a point in my life, I'm, you know, 47. I've been doing this for 25 years. 
Yeah. Um, not podcasting, but you know, building websites and things where I don't need to, I, I don't live for every single, like I still care about quality, but it's not like every website I build defines my value yep. or defines my value. Like it's, I'm cool if it's just a whatever, you know, the goal is to have a good life, you know? Yep. Um, but early on I was like, this website has to be in a gallery somewhere and it has to like be an awesome portfolio entry. And I have to level up one more level because I did this project and that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. But, but listen, there are some things that deserve that much attention. Honestly. Absolutely. Like if you, if you know, whether it's a website or, or, you know, writing or, 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 you know, there are definitely things that deserve the amount of attention and, and you do want it as perfect as possible. And yes, of course. sometimes, sometimes it does mean that like, listen, it, sometimes taking the advice of somebody or listening to the advice of somebody and go, you know, I value that, but right. I really need it to be this way because not only this is what is in my head, but you know, like because of what this is i need it to be this way mm -hmm. and and i think that's okay to say too um because right. you know like at least you're listening to the mm -hmm. criticism or you're listening to what the other person is saying but you you are making a decision and self-discipline is about making decisions right and i like that yeah and, and i mean <laughs> to decide is to literally cut something and, yeah. Latin. and and so it, it's um you know i had to make a decision today when i woke up at 11 o'clock uk time okay <laughs> exactly i i i i think i told you i slept for 12 hours i was up for 36 yeah um and i was you know i had i made the decision to sleep in but then i woke up and i'm like you know i need to i need to have a workout yeah and, and I had to, I was like, uh, oh, maybe I'll go run for like 10 minutes and then do my workout. But I had to make a decision. Like, you know, listen, I, I right. committed to running more. I, you know, also committed to, you know, working out more and especially yeah. while I'm here. Cause I've told you before, like yeah, we had that, that was a few podcasts ago about how, yeah. Yeah. yeah the traveling it's, um, yep. you know, and, and, and I've been, man, I've been doing 20 hour fasts sometimes accidentally um, when I right. planned on doing 16 or 18, but um, you know, I made the decision to, to do the, you know, 18 to 20 hour fast. I made the decision yeah. this morning to go and instead of doing a 10 minute run, you know, I ran three miles um, and I ran over the tower bridge. I ran, ran, you know, past the tower that's, of London and, and that's like, cool. yeah. And, and, and I, I, I got a couple of pictures to send you um, That's cool. as well and, and also send the, the Franklin defense people since I did it with the shirt on. Ooh. Um, yeah. Um, and you know, and, and like, I, but, but you know, I'm, I made those decisions and had to be self-disciplined. And then, you know, later on today, after I finished my meetings again, I, I've promised myself that I'm doing this one, you know, workout program and I'm doing it every single day. Um, and and so making the decision is where self-discipline, I think, really comes from. I, I agree, man. And, and then like and then once you make that decision, you know, if you have to go, don't go back on it. But if you have to then change the plan, you know, right. acknowledge that you made the decision 
because right. that was the not you know because you went with the information that you had at the time um and then you know adjust the plan accordingly um you know based on the circumstances and then that goes to the then i don't need to prove to anybody you know anything mm-hmm. because i took the information i had i made the decision i was disciplined in it and then you know when i figured out that i you know should have done it differently then i adjusted the plan in order to make it better i dig it you know then I, I can't it. really be questioned. I, I'm focusing on the goal as much. I as like, possible. I like the thinking about self-discipline is about making decisions. Yeah. It's a, I like, I like how you frame that. Cool. All right. They have a positive attitude. Fuck that. <laughs> they're, up, they're upbeat and motivating. They maintain a positive attitude in the face of adversity. They see problems as opportunities and inspire those around them to think positively. Um, I can't help but think of Jocko. Yeah. Not because I'm, wearing his shirt and drinking his drink, which yeah. is ugh. But um, he's got that whole thing where he's like, good. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, you you woke up and you're not feeling that great. Good. Yeah. Overcome it. Go get your workout in. Whatever. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, staying positive for the sake of positivity, I know there's, a, there's some stuff on the internet that's kind of like anti that. It's like, you can't just be positive all the time. Like yeah. that's not necessarily good. And I agree with that. I don't know that that's what this means. I think it means that you see um, particularly the problems as opportunities, right? You you see like you're working a plan, you got a project, the plan, and you, you're sticking to the plan and it ain't going right. It's not the end of the world. It's that, like you just said, you have to adjust the plan, but you, in order to do that, you have to remain positive that you can still make the goal. Yeah, you know what? And then if you're in a team, you you can't, and your team's falling apart. You have to be the one that pulls them back. Yeah. Um, whether whether you're the established manager or not, yeah. or the established leader, you yeah. Um, somebody somebody has to go. Okay, <laughs> that didn't work. Here's yeah, what, you know, like, and not even here's what we have to do, but we have to then come up with something better. And mm-hmm. and you know and and. We again, it goes back to the information that I had. We made a decision at the time based yeah. on that, or or we made no decision as well. Um, and you know, we've, go ahead. We've all been in these meetings where you know we have a really shitty client, and there's like four or five of us in the room, and we're all just bitching about this client. And it's yep. been like 30 minutes, and you're just like, you're just wallowing in it. Yeah, like, are you the person that goes, All right, everybody? I mean, that was sucky that's that good. was fun but now that's like how <laughs> how are we going to either fix our issues or fix the client's issues yeah. or deal with the client the way they are and get done and get paid and get out of this thing like yeah. that's the person that i want to spend time around you know i mean I sometimes it feels really good to just bitch for an extended period of time <laughs> it does but I, I think you have to be careful of that you know i mean I, you know eating hamburgers every day tastes really good too until eight months later Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you just can't do it. <laughs> I, I think that that maybe this, maybe the wording on this should have yes, been. I think so. They have an overarching positive attitude. Yeah, I dig it. Because we, we've talked about this before. Like, um, the, you know, the whole, um, you know, like being pissed off about something can really motivate you. Yeah. And running on that high 
you know, high octane fuel of, of hate, you know, it, yeah, it, it gets you maybe over a hump, but it is not sustainable. And, and right. Well, and I'm going to, so, I'm going to skip to okay. this, to number five, the last one, tough times motivate them. I think that's kind of where you're going to, yeah. um, you like good, you know, you find motivation in, in what you're talking about. Yeah. It's that David Goggins mindset, you know, um, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this sucks, but I'm gonna overcome this, and the story is gonna be even so much better because I overcame it, and yeah. that's that's what I want out of it. Um, no, and 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 you're right. What wait? What was the one right before it? Because um, do 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 the positive attitude. Positive attitude. positive attitude leads to the resilience. I and, think so, and, but only only if it's overarching. It's okay to get pissed off about things. It's okay to run on on high octane fuel. Yeah. Um you know, and, and, and get over a hump of that tough time. Um, you know, yeah, but that doesn't mean that you have to go and look for tough times. Um, <laughs> right. Right. You know, but, but you know, like, I mean, you have tough times if you work out on the physical sense, you have tough times yeah. if you are solving a challenging puzzle as well, whether that is, you know, literally a puzzle or if that is, you know, a, you know, a life puzzle or a work puzzle, how do I get this done? You know, those can't, those can be tough things, tough times mm-hmm. that motivate you. But, you know, but having that, that level way of being positive so that you can have the resilience mm-hmm. because if if you're not, if you don't have the overarching positive attitude, then you will not be resilient. You will. Right. You'll you will always stay, dwell on the losses. You'll, well, you'll stay on the mat and never get up. That's right. I mean, you know, it, it, the, the whole, um, it's not about getting knocked down. It's about, you know, absolutely. How fast, how fast you yep. get back up. Like you will stay on the mat if you don't have a positive attitude and you will. resilience. Um, absolutely. And, you know, and, and you know, listen, depression, depression for many people is is oh it's a real thing yeah you know i've gone through it and 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 even with a positive attitude sometimes Mm -hmm. oh absolutely like like, i'm really positive but i'm crying right now yeah because you know like and then but but then you you try to figure out ways to get through whatever Mm -hmm. it is that tough time like you know, I, I almost think a positive attitude is, is more of a do you do you want to have a positive attitude or not? Um, right. Right. And do you do I choose do I choose to have a positive attitude in the face of this just all fucking sucks and everything's going to shit? Yep. Um, and and it doesn't mean they have to be happy. I, I positive right. attitude does not, not mean happy. happy. That's right. No, no it, it just means like, you know, positive listen, outcome. Th- we will this, succeed. We will get this done. Yeah, like and just because you, yeah, you just you finished a project or finished a workout doesn't mean there's a damn party and that no. everybody's happy because we got balloons. I mean, it just means it's done. I want balloons. No, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing, right? But you can't move on with your life. And then, how many times or how many people do you know that just quit things and then all that shit they quit is just baggage that they yeah. carry for the rest of their lives? And then you begin to create like scenarios well this is why i couldn't do that thing and this is why i couldn't do that thing and this yeah. person kept me from doing that thing then before you know it there's like 12 things that aren't your fault but they kind of are because you 
quit basically. Yeah, you quit. You didn't set up the right circumstances or if you didn't write, set up the right circumstances and things happened that weren't your fault, then you right. didn't do anything to adjust fire. And, and Exactly. Shit happens to everybody. Like, yeah. it's not your fault. We get it. Um, but what are you going to do about it? I mean, right. the, the one here, they stay on track without being influenced by what others are doing or thinking. Early on in my, in my business, I'm talking like the first four or five years, um, in, in uh, we, uh, period three of my business has been around almost 20 years now. Yeah. So the first, you know, four or five years, I got really stuck in looking at the competitors and what they were doing um, and how they were saying things and the types of clients and how many clients and, you know, are we going against going up for the same client and how am I going to beat them? Oh. I got really, I got really sucked in and stuck into that. And it really wasn't until I got out of that and I realized it doesn't matter. Like, no, like, we're not going to win the, hey, I'm a better business prize. You know, the goal is just to not go out of business, right? At, um, first. at first, and then the goal is to make a little more money, and then the goal is to have more free time than you put into the business. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's that's where I am in my life. But like, being stuck in that, and I think back to it, how miserable I was, and how much it sucked. Um, yeah, man, a, a, a person with a growth mindset or a leader with a growth mindset that is not focused on those petty things, yeah, I think is is a strong leader and it's a yeah. strong person on your team. Yep, I agree. And 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 you know, I I think I think though the like it is when you're starting a business, you you do look at that, but maybe as as you grow in your business, that you should more look at the competition is like. You know what are they doing that is better than what I'm doing? What are they right. doing that is not as good as what I'm doing? And then like, you know, like, I'm, or what I, niche are they in so I can stay out of it so I don't waste yeah, my time trying exactly. to beat them when I could just go to this niche where there's no one in it? Like, it's the whole growth mindset thing. Or maybe, maybe it's a niche, but maybe the market's so big that you know they're choosing between us instead of choosing to do it at all. Yep. Like, however, but true, it just doesn't matter. And then at the end of the day, nobody gives a shit. I mean, clients don't know the difference, you know, like they, they just want something, you know, yeah. and either you're the first one or the best one, whatever, who cares? Yeah. Um, I've actually have to come up with a quote for a, uh, a news outlet that um, today later on yeah. <laughs> that is, you know, they were asking about the, the difference between uh, collaboration and competitiveness within business and, you know, which is better. And, you know, the, the quote that I'm, I'm giving, and especially coming from an open source world that I do, um, is, is that, you know, you can do both. And, mm -hmm. and that, you know, in talking with, you know, one of, one of the people that's a maintainer on one of our projects earlier this week, you know, he was talking about, you know, like they have this project that they work on that they collaborate with their competitors. Um, in order to, you know, not for the, for the intellectual property parts of what they do, um, because that may be illegal. Um, yeah. but, but they, they come to a common understanding of like, Hey, you know, I, we need to, we need to get all of this right so that we're all like here in, instead of being down here, we're all competing with each other. We're actually up here. And when we're competing with each other, like we're competing because we're so much better because of the, the right, right. 
had together. And, um, and if you couldn't see that in audio, I was lower than higher. Um, (laughs) but, but, you know, and then it's like, so you can still compete and, but now like those, those vendors that are, that are collaborating with each other on something can now compete with other vendors that are in the same space so much better because of the work they've done. So, so I actually have no problem sometimes, um, you know, Sure. Going, going to a competitor and and actually talking to him and and saying, you know, like, hey, I'm doing this. I know. I think that you're doing this. You know, this isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I I almost think sometimes what you said too. Like, if you can figure out, you know, how how you can even work with your competitors to say, sure. hey, let let's like let's take these different pieces of the market and and really, you know, and not work together always, but, but, um, yeah, we're not talking about collusion. No, no, not collusion, but, but, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, being anyway, but in the, in the specific instance you were talking about, like, I, I think even, you know, mm-hmm. once you start to do the conferences, like all of a sudden you are like meeting all of your competitors, whether they were local or outside, you know, like they were coming to your conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I'm sure that you had, you know, talks with them after that, like, Hey, what are you guys? What are you seeing? What are you absolutely? Will make what we're doing all better. Yeah, and the the conference thing, the more of the other conference producers that would come to mind, made me realize I was onto something. I was doing something right, Mm -hmm. and and I didn't want to treat them negatively or try to keep them in the dark or whatever. Yeah, you you were there. We engaged them. We went to their things, and there were people that copied us. That I had other people telling me like you're letting them copy you and i'm like i'm letting them like i can't like what i mean yeah, it's in in the in the moment that i say oh they're copying me then you and then i like- keep doing the same shit and then they're doing the same shit then one of us is not really yeah we're not really working hard anymore you know yeah now um, and, and the conference that i have next week like i found out that there was a similar type of conference so we're in financial services but and fintech but there's a fintech related conference that that goes half of the mm-hmm. week here and so i reached out to them and i was like hey <laughs> this is the growth mindset which yeah which i really had to have like hey you guys have a similar conference that's going on monday and tuesday we were planning on already on doing a conference on wednesday you know can we like work together right um, in order to not necessarily make it like, hey, this is one big conference, um, yeah. but can we work together to like, you know, cross promote and make this like a bigger. So now it's, you know, like it's it's not South by Southwest for fintech and financial services um, with, mm. you know, not not with with a lot less stars, but it is that type of thing. Like it becomes something bigger, um, you know, because both I and then the, the other conference producer you know, looked at it, we're like, in a growth mindset, you can look at something and go, how can this be even better? And, and so when, when they were able to see that, when we were able to see that as an organization, like it just made it so that, you know, now, I mean, we track conference numbers every day. Um, You know, now I'm, I'm seeing um, 150% um, swing in our numbers from last year, you know, so, um, and, and part of it is, is that part of it is, you know, getting over COVID a little bit, but it's, um, mm. you know, it is the collaboration that you, that can come out of having that growth mindset 
the yeah. collaboration of, or I'm sorry, the, the growth mindset of how can we make things better by, you know, by having a positive attitude, by, by being resilient, by having, making those decisions and being self, you know, disciplined and, mm -hmm. you know, and also learning, you know, learning from criticism, you know, and of course the active minds as well to come up with the ideas. Yeah. Like all of those things factor into, you know, making yourself making something that you're working on better. I mean, like, I, I hope that, you know, this podcast is better for you because, you know, now we're both working on it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I hope that, you know, the, the other things that, you know, that I'm doing or you're doing are better because like you, you, <laughs> you start to put away that ego and you just mm -hmm. go, you know, how can we make things better? Yeah, it's additive instead of subtractive. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. All righty. Um, number six, they are passionate learners. Yeah, there are more. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's fine. Um, someone with this mindset enjoys learning. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They, 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 they attend seminars and take courses. Voracious readers. Reading yeah. is important to them. Enthusiasm for learning that rubs off on other people. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, how many people are you around that they read? They're on top of things. Yeah. They're working on their skill set for their craft. I mean, those are just people you want to be around. Yeah. You know, I, I think this was the one that I, I was starting to question myself. Like, have I, have I lost some of my love of learning that I've had for so many years? Well, um, I, and I, I get where you, I get what you're saying. I think that um, there's a difference between that, like, like truly, you know, I don't want to say like being burned out or like being done. Like I know, I know people in the industry that, that, you know, the same one we work in the internet industry or whatever that they're pretty much done. Yeah. They're like, this is what I do. I'm gonna do this till I retire or I quit or whatever. I'm not, I don't care to learn new stuff. Yeah. Um, if you want to be nerds about it, we saw, excuse me, we saw it when JavaScript started really coming back. This is like eight or nine years ago, whatever. But, and it was like, yeah, I'm not going to learn that. You yeah. know, like I'm just going to stay right here. And, you know, I wonder what those people are doing now. <laughs> um, but there's a difference between that and kind of reaching the end of something, right? Because I think we all naturally do that. We just kind of like, it's it's the joy of learning and climbing and and being this new person and doing this new thing and then yeah. we kind of plateau with it where we're like okay i've done this long enough i mean clearly you're never going to learn everything about a subject but like i've gotten pretty good at it and i've been doing it for half a decade mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to like continue to stay enthusiastic about it yeah and i think at that point it's okay to you know look at something else and try something else or to try to adapt the thing you're doing in a way that involves you learning something new, you yeah. know? Um, and I think that's a way to sort of refresh yourself too. Now my wife will criticize me and say that, bro, you, you, my wife doesn't call me bro. Mm. She'll say, Hey, you uh, kind of reinvent yourself every five years. Mm -hmm. And that annoys the shit out of me because <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want things to stay the same for a while and I don't blame her. Um, but that's really where it comes out, comes out for me is that, you know, I, I just, I don't want to say I get bored with things cause it's not necessarily that it's just that it's like, okay, this is the status quo now. Yeah. Um, 
I can't let it stay status quo. I've learned all this other things since then and doing that thing. And I want to apply those things to this. Yeah. That's where the excitement for me, that's where the joy of learning, that's where my passion is in terms of doing things. Um, but I know what you're saying. Sometimes you just sit around and you think, man, am I just tired? Yeah. <laughs> like, am yeah. I burned out? Am I, is there anything left for me to learn? Like, where do I look? I think you have to look at different things. Yeah. But I, I've been with, with having, you know, employees working for me more now. I, I've I've had to make the decisions of, you know, what do I learn versus what do, what do I either let them learn or what do I, you know, what am I trying to say? I've, I've had to make the decisions on, you know, do I have to learn something or do, you know, like actually sometimes what I learn now is, is two things. One, like, being a better manager as opposed mm. to, you know, figuring out all the tools that I need and in right. the tools I need in order to get things that like, I have to be more strategic and have to be, you know, more of a, you know, like I need you to focus on this. Um, and so, so some of my learning is, is now shifted to higher level type things. Um, and, well, it doesn't necessarily mean higher level. It means oh. it's different now. Your role is different. Yeah. And it's it's that self-realization where you you understand that your role is different. Right. <laughs> and I yes. think it maybe it's that ego thing because the ego has different flavors, right? And part of the part of the ego is the self-preservation, right? It's like, well, this is the shit I've always done. Yeah. This is what I've gotten paid for for the past 15 years. I should right. probably keep doing that stuff. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> even though that's not what you do anymore. That's not what is literally no. not what you're getting paid to do anymore. No. So why are you still like that's where that I think that pull comes from yeah. internally and it, it creates like anxiety or yeah. uh, you know this burnout feeling or whatever. And I think that's that can be where it comes from where you need to understand like and I don't mean like cognitively. I mean like in your soul you need to understand like my role is different. My role is like the, the places I spend time learning and improving myself isn't in the tool. Like you're saying it's, it's mm -hmm. in the talking to the guy who, or the gal who's running the tool yep. <laughs> and, and listening to them when they tell me that, Hey, it should be done this way. Right. And not right. going, eh, I've always done it like this. And they're like, sure, old guy, but this is how yeah. we do it now. You should probably yeah. listen to that. You know? Well, I, and, and that's why to like, if I'm going to learn about a tool, I need, like we, we have, we have this incredible tool that was built by somebody and, and actually donated to us as, you know, into the foundation mm -hmm. um, that is a marketing tool and, and it helps us like, it allows us to basically put all of our, you know, videos, PDFs, um, you know, everything that we want to highlight in one place and, and, um, and, and not like just in one place, but it's, it's like, it can be very categorized and filtered mm -hmm. and, make a lot of sense for a user to actually use and i still need to send you a link to it but also like it's pretty awesome because you know once once that's done you know i can click on one button and it it gives me the the code to pop into an email to mm. where like, like all that stuff is right there and if i want to send it to somebody like it it's it's there it's and so it's a beautiful tool and this was probably the one thing like i was resistant to use it um, 
mm-hmm. because it meant that this, this <laughs> is where I'm getting to. It meant that I had to learn how to use it. Right. And once I got to a point to where I'm like, I have these incredible people working for me that they are smart enough that, you know, they can learn how to use it and they can do all the shit in it. And, <laughs> and then, you know, but I, I did learn it enough to know, okay, you know, here the, and it's, you know, it's, it's built on WordPress. So it was like, I had the basis of it already. Um, but, but I looked at him like, you know, I don't have to know it all. I, mm-hmm. I have to know just enough of it. This is the second part of learning that I do now. I have to learn just enough of it to be able to be familiar with what they're talking about. And then yeah. when there's a problem that maybe I don't know the answer anymore, you know, even right. as a manager or mentor, but the, but bring the problem to not only me, but us as a group. And then my job now is to, you know, help facilitate how do we come, you know, how do we get through that problem and, and fix it together? Who right. do we have to do in order to fix it? Um, and, and so that's where I tell you that I was, I was struggling like that, that one particular thing I was struggling, like I need to be more strategic, but this is a new tool mm-hmm. and I need to understand it. And so there was something that I was like, fuck, am I, you know, am I not learning? Do I, do I even want to learn this? And, and, you know, like in, in Marcom and marketing communications, like an average, you know, medium to large size company has an average of 70 different marketing tools that they I are believe using. it. And well, I have and, like 70 just for this damn podcast. Exactly. That I, that I don't use, but whatever. Exactly. Um, but, but, you know, like, so if I have to be an expert in all 70 of them and, you know, we honestly, we use about 15 right now mm. um, because we use HubSpot, which for a lot of the things. That's so like 15 rolled into one. Well, it is, yeah, I say 15. HubSpot is one, but it does, you know, it does yeah. have many different functions. Um, and it, and it's just, you know, like if I try to be an expert on all those, like I had been for the past five years of doing this shit, then... I am starting to be a bottleneck and a hindrance to our growth. Right. And so, so I have to adjust what I learn now. Um, you know, still learn, but adjust what I learn. Um, and so, you know, like I, I mean, uh, I took my book positioning for advantage with me mm-hmm. it's a strategic book and, um, you know, have another book. Uh, oh, you'll love this. Yeah. I still have this book. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Tracy Alverson. Yes. Um, I, I have had this book forever and I'm going to reread it now because we're working a little bit more on content strategy and not awesome. that I want to, to totally plan out all the content strategy, but I want to reread it to on a, you know, more strategic yeah. level, yeah, yeah. how to do. So, so my learning now is more strategic when it comes to tools, I'm going to invest in my people but I, you know, there's still like, I need to know the highlights so that I don't come become disconnected mm-hmm. like a lot of managers and, right, and right. all leaders do um, from what is going on. Um, but I, but I figured out, I don't have to be the expert on everything ever, anymore. I just, yep. I need to know enough in order to, to be a good facilitator. And, yeah. and so that's what happens as you get older, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it can, but I get it. It's, it's that, uh, a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the uh, not ability, but it's it's your you you will do it. You'll dig in and you'll do the work to stay yeah. relevant on top of having these conversations with people yeah. that you work with. 
Yeah. Um, and that'll earn you respect. Yeah, I will. All right, last one. Inspired by the success of others, instead of being competitive with their coworkers, they find inspiration in their success. People with a fixed mindset must make themselves appear better than others, emphasizing who performs worse than them in order to feel better. That's self-explanatory. Um, yeah. Those with a growth mindset want to learn from those who perform better. Ooh. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. Uh, I went on, I embarked on a mission um, in, in our gym in Warrior Fitness. Before it was Warrior Fitness, uh, we had that CrossFit type of leaderboard, mm. right? Where everyone entered their, they would do a workout for time. They'd enter, enter their score, how fast they did it, or, you know, how, how much they lifted or whatever. And they were, and everybody was like, I would say half of the people were very much into comparing themselves to each other. Yeah. And I over, I didn't do it overnight over the next year. I, I work that out of, um, part of the culture and like, people don't even enter their scores anymore, um, into the system. And it's such a better environment. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, just watching people get better and, and get more fit in terms of the overall life <laughs> of everyone. I think it's better than just having them, um, complain about somebody not doing reps consistently or the same way they were doing it, or just, you know, everyone would leave and someone would stay behind and be like, they didn't finish all the stuff. Um, and I'm like, I don't care. Like it's, it's on them. It's their fitness. Like, but they're like, but they beat me, but they didn't really beat me. And it's like, what, what do you care, man? Yeah. But like that, like in a microcosm of like competitiveness, you know, that's the same in, in business and in life, I think, but yeah, well, kind of what I was talking about with the collaboration, you can, you can yeah. be competitive, competitive for the short term fuel, co collaborative for the long term fuel. Um, right, right. And, and your long-term fuel is, is those people like, you know, yeah, there's a little bit, you know, like I'm going to still look, if I'm doing the same exercise as somebody else right next to me, then I'm going to look at them and there's, yeah. you know, like, I'm going to, I'm going to be driven. Like when I run with my son or my daughter, like, I don't want to beat them up. Like, I beat you. I got back to the house first. You slow loser. I raced. A dude on a um, bicycle today at one point for a full <laughs> block, and and you know nobody nobody fucking know. Mm -hmm. uh, this one dude that like he looks over at me as he, and he's not right. He's not on his bicycle he's being competitive. He's like yeah. you know going down the middle of the street. Right. And I start running and he looks over and like it was just one of those like he gave me a, a you know one of those head. It's not a headlock, but what, what anyway? Uh, yeah, whatever. And and then I started running. And then he smiled, and then I was, I was like, "Let's go!" And and I'm 48. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, like yeah. I kept up with him for most of the block, and we got. <laughs> and he, you know, yeah. of course, beat me. At the well, he didn't wake up this morning to beat a middle-aged guy on his bike running. <laughs> no, exactly. But we got to the end, you know, and and he was waiting there for his buddy, but he yeah. looked at me, and you know, and just, I, you know, um, you know, did a quick bump and and i was right. like thanks That's man funny. i appreciate it and and you know and he, he got it too <laughs> um so it, it's but that that competition but but that's it like it was a little bit of competition but the mm -hmm. truth was it's like it was also collaboration like we were we're competing with each other yeah. but, you know working and collaborating with each other um and you know and like 
you know, it probably almost fucking killed me, but yeah, but you know, for both of us, it was like it was a quick moment in time, yeah, that you know, like I hope you know, I was a little bit inspired, he was a little bit inspired. Um, it's cool, and know, it's unspoken, no, yeah, it's cool, it's 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 beautiful, and and you know, I would say. I don't know how you feel about kids sports. Um, but my wife and I have had this discussion many times about like, you know, uh, their kids on the same teams that, <laughs> yeah. that our kids have been on or their kids, you know, that they're competing against and, and, <laughs> and, and listen, you know, and there's some people that are, you know, even kids, like they seem to be great human beings. And also there are some horrible human beings that are, Oh kids. Yeah. And and we know that the horrible human beings are caused by their parents. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but but, you know, like there's some people that that have success that, that maybe you're not you're not fans of. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but but back to this this growth mindset, like, you know, I don't I, I don't think that you have to be happy about them. You don't have to be happy about them, you know being really good at what they do and, you know, and winning a prize or, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever it is, um, even if they're a total asshole, but it's okay to be inspired by the amount of success that they have. You know, I, I've, right. I've, told, I've told you before that like, I hated Tom Brady early in his career. I don't know why, you know, he's just another human, but it's hard I, to hate him now. It's hard to hate him now, but also yeah. like, there's a certain part of me that, that, that it finally clicked. I was like, you know, this dude goes and, mm -hmm. you know, in the off season, he works with a trainer to make sure, you know, that a, he's maintaining, but B that he's getting better at being precise. Like I there's know. Some that I read two years ago that, that he, you know, in his quote unquote vacation, like, he goes to a beach and but he has this one dude that he works out with every single day to be so precise on mm. his routes, um, not on his routes that he's running, but on his throwing routes. Um, and and that, you know, he does that for like weeks at a time, just the same thing over and over. Damn. If you hate somebody like that, if you're not inspired by by the yeah. effort and work that they put, you're not paying it, attention. Well, and also fuck you because yeah, I know <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah, okay? like you don't you don't have to like them, but you right. can be inspired by like there's a certain amount of work ethic that that you know whether it's Tom Brady or you yeah. know gymnast or you know somebody you know that you work with like a an, an incredible developer that just keeps putting in the time and effort to become so much. There's a guy that um I designed a website for um a client uh, last year. And, um, you know, and, and it was, it was okay. Um, mm -hmm. but it was something that they were, you know, they're a startup business. They needed to have a website cause they were on Wix right. before that. And, you know, but it was just like here, it looks decent. I did mm -hmm. a lot of research on, you know, color schemes and, and what they needed and everything. And then, you know, over the past couple of months, they've had somebody that's come in and retooled their messaging, but then she used a different developer or different designer. And at first I was pissed. I was like, dude, I, I have this contract. I, <laughs> you know, like, like, what are you doing? Right. And, but the designer came and like, this is what he does every single day. I don't do this every single day. Right. It's a designer, man. Like, yeah. And like, 
when the website was done, I'm like, fuck, that's Sounds awesome. good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like you and I have seen enough websites in our day that like yes. I look at it and I'm like, that is fucking that makes yeah. them look like instead of a startup, it makes them look right. like they've been around for a while. Right. Whereas mine was like, eh. You yeah. know, and, and and even when I was asked to do it, I was like, I'm not really a designer. You know, I, mm. I've never, I, like, I learned all of my stuff from, you know, I call myself a, a hacker in the sense that, you know, I hacked together a website because I had to learn it from when right. our developers and designers needed QA work done. Um, anyway, so so I looked at it and I was, and I was like, I'm really inspired by this particular person that made this yeah. website. I'm like, and, and what I said to the owner of the company was you know like it doesn't matter whether i designed it or not i was like i was like the amount of effort that went into your messaging and the amount of effort that mm -hmm. went into making this new website i said you know you are going to have you know a great tool to use for everything that you're doing for getting more funding getting more customers and everything like like they've done such a great job that you know like i don't care if i'm involved with it or not it, it's, you know, like that is going to be so much more helpful to them than what, you know, I originally did or what I could right. do. Um, so, so, you know, yeah, I mean, be inspired by somebody who actually puts the time and effort into to what they're doing. And, yes. you know, then you won't be a sourpuss. Get your head out of your own ass. I think it's what you just described. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Well, I thought that was a great post. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, it's always fun to talk about stuff other people do. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> Pick it apart, whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's growth mindset's been on my mind for a while. Um, and it's something I'm always checking, checking against myself. Like, am I, am I exemplifying growth mindset or am I fixed? You know, yep. no. um, am I moving forward or am I stopped or even regressing? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's important. Ooh. Well, thanks for going through that with me. And yeah. um, man, have fun in England. I will. <laughs> in London specifically. London. Yeah, don't race anymore. Mm -hmm. Guys on bicycles. Probably a no. bad idea. Yeah, probably a bad idea. <laughs> All right, man. Peace.